Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Happy Sunday, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and welcome once again to Tales from 2 a.m. from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I'm the podcast producer. And remember, it's just not podcast here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You know you might check us out just for the podcast on your favorite podcast platforms here on Facebook, here on YouTube. But remember... How we all started on the editorial side, it is how I got started too. So you're used to listening to Jeff Hartman, Michael Beck, Dave Schofield, Tony Defio, Jeffrey Benedict, and so many more, but they got their start here with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com on the editorial side. So if you need breaking news, it's there. You're going to find it first, and that's really the way to go. So it's fantastic. We call it the one-stop shop for Pittsburgh Steelers. That's true. I call it the non-stop shop because anytime you go on there, you're going to find an article, whether it be, like I said, breaking news. It could indeed be something like an editorial. It could be a film study. We've got guys that know X's and O's like crazy. So check it out for anything you need as far as Pittsburgh Steelers go. Now, what's Tales from 2 a.m.? I talked about breaking news. Tales from 2 a.m. is not really breaking news. We're going to talk about news of the day, too. That's fine. But today, we're going to open it up as a forum. We're going to have some fun. It is going to be very live chat oriented. I'm going to talk to you all and find out what you would do if you ran the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, we had big news this week. And even though it was big news, it was still no news. But it's speculation it's leading to us wondering what is going to be coming up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that is when 
general manager Kevin Colbert, longtime Super Bowl champion winning Kevin Colbert, talked to the media and said, look, we don't know what the future is for Ben Roethlisberger. We just know that we can't pay him. We can't work with that cap number in 2021. And once again, we have talked about this like crazy. $41 million cap hit for 2021. Can they reduce it? Well, they would have to get they would have to get creative. And when you get creative, the problem with that is you would have to turn around and each side would have to make concessions. This is where it gets tricky. Even though Ben Roethlisberger is saying, "Hey, I'll make I'll take less money to play this year if you could bring back guys like Marquise Pouncey, which was before his retirement. He retired anyways. When he says that, is he going to have conditions if he's going to make concessions? That's the thing. And when I'm talking concessions, I'm not talking about a hot dog or a souvenir cup or anything like that. I'm talking about you're going to have to take less here. You're going to have to give up control here. That could be on either side of the negotiation table. And that's the thing. You've got a new offensive coordinator coming in in Matt Canada. He is going to be running his own offense. Will Ben Roethlisberger be willing to go all in on that or want to shape it to for his needs? Are the Steelers at this point thinking, you know what, I'm kind of done. We're kind of done. We love you, Ben. You did a lot for us, but we are ready to go ahead and move on and look towards the future. Here's your good watch. Uh, excuse me. Here's your gold watch. So that's kind of the thing. Now, Tales from 2 a.m., it's one of those things that we talk about stories from the past and uh, memories, and I'm going to try to do that as well. And Dave Schofield had an article on the website this week, and I think it just ran yesterday or the day before, and it was really good. It, uh, it invoked the song from Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayers. And I actually believe that we have so many unanswered prayers, things that we really wanted to happen that uh, didn't come into fruition. Well, he brings that up, and he brings up a guy named Trey Boston, a guy that we wanted more than anything um, to go ahead and shore up the uh, safety situation. And if they would have brought him in, there would be no Minka Fitzpatrick. There's so many times we look at the draft. What if we did this? What if we did that? You know, even talk about if you go way back in time, something that I'm probably going to bring up on the show, the Dan Marino situation. If you don't pass on Dan Marino, what really happens? You know, that's, I mean, that's all ifs and buts and candies and nuts. And um, if my, uh, if my aunt wore pants, he'd be my uncle, you know, um, something like that. But what I'm saying here is, you know, the space-time continuum, I know that's a back-to-the-future term, but I kind of believe in that. I kind of believe that every single move in the draft, if you go back in time and you change one pick for one team, it might change everything for every Super Bowl franchise. Um, actually, every NFL franchise. So what I'm saying is, Dan Marino, that could have completely changed the course of the team. Could have been for the better. Could have actually been for the worse. That's that's really uh, that's really something to look at there. So what I want to talk about here today is what you would do to change the Steelers if you ran the Steelers. It could be anything. 
It could be from the concession stand. It could be something as simple as uniforms, which I know I'm going to get to. If I ran the team, I would be talking about that and it would be a simple change. And I think you guys already know what it's going to be. So, but let's look to the live chat. I want to hear from you and you tell us what you would do to change the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'd like to say what's up to everybody here. You know my, uh, you know my feelings on the fact if you're hanging out with me on a Sunday morning, some of you are three hours behind, 6 a.m. for you, even though this is called Tales from 2 a.m. Some of you, if you're in Hawaii, it's probably pretty close to 2 a.m. So what I'm saying is if you're checking us out right now live, that means you're a true Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Even if you're not checking us out live and you're just checking us out, it's the offseason. That means you're looking for Pittsburgh Steelers conversation, and we appreciate you just as much. Thank you so much. Anybody that is hanging out with us, you are very important to me. We can't do the show without you. So with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the live chat here. Steeler Nation 412 says, heard a rumor we might pass on Najee Harris. You know, let's talk about the first round. And here's a question to you, Steeler Nation 412. If you ran the Steelers, would you say, if Najee Harris is there, we're going for him? That's the question. Now, the answer is not wrong or right. If you say yes, that's the right answer for what's going on in your black and gold brain. And I respect that. I'm not sure about what I would do at number 24 if Najee Harris is there. Because everybody's talking about the offensive line. This is a very deep draft when you're talking about offensive tackles, which you do need. But remember, if you check out my Factor Fiction today, you will see that offensive tackle and the offensive line isn't as in flux as you think it is. Sure, it needs some help. It needs some future to it. But remember, besides the center position, you have a starting lineup already. You have the tackles that are most likely going to be Zach Banner, even though he is a free agent. If you heard his comments this week, he's coming back. The Steelers are welcoming, welcoming him back. He'll be one of the tackles. Chooks Okorafor, with another year on his deal, will be a starting offensive tackle on this team, most likely. If you look at the guards, you know that Mr. Kevin Dotson, number 69, is going to be entrenched in one of those spots, most likely left guard. And then you look at the fact that David DeCastro, a lot of you are ready to push him out the door. Maybe he was injured last season. I don't think you declined that much. He, you know he was injured at the very beginning of the season and missed a couple games. But a lot of these guys play hurt. Now, not my favorite thing, a lot of these guys come out at the end and say, oh, I played hurt all year. I just didn't tell you. David DeCastro is not that way. David DeCastro is a warrior. And another thing, if you check out my factor fiction, here's another thing to talk about. Just because the veterans on the offensive line are leaving doesn't mean that everybody's going to follow suit. Yes, I think Al Villanueva is going to go ahead and leave for another team or retire. I think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year. It could be on his own accord. It could be on the Steelers' accord. That's what we're talking about here. That's what we expect, but it could be changed. So if you run the Steelers, 
do you say, hey, heck with that. We think we can get some more run out of Al Villanueva. That's a good question. But back to the Najee Harris thing. You can, you can get a very good offensive tackle to start for this team for years in the second round, possibly. You could probably get a running back in the second round because we've seen that happen. But if you love Najee Harris that much and he's there and you think he could be the guy for the future, you grab him. Center is a huge need. All right. Now, this is this is what I'm saying. If you believe this, you're the general manager today. You own the Steelers today for the next 40 minutes or so. So that's what I'm talking about here. Don't know which direction the Steelers are going to go in. You never know. You might be looking at a guy you've never heard of on draft day that's on this team. Now, of course, a lot of you don't know anybody uh, beyond the second round. I mean, sometimes I don't. That's I mean, there I'm studying, you know, charts. I'm trying to find out who some of these players are because I didn't watch a lot of college football this season. But you might not know who everybody is. That's okay too. Hardly any of us knew who Alex Highsmith was. Did I know who Alex Highsmith was? Absolutely not. Did not know who he was. Was I excited about him on draft day for the first 10 seconds? No. I was like, who? Then you do your homework right away because we go on. Dave Schofield, Jeff Hartman, myself, we go on after every pick, and we'll be doing that this year again too. And that's a thing, you know, we're like, wait a second, look at this guy. I didn't know who Kevin Dotson was either. The guy wasn't even sent, was not even invited to the NFL Combine last year. But he's pulling trucks in his driveway. You find out that he's one of the best offensive tackles in the uh, in the ranks. He went to a small school in Louisiana. Nobody knew who this guy was. But as soon as he was drafted and you looked at him, you're like, yeah, I think I like that pick. Because guess what? Anybody here in the live chat, me included, we do not employ a scouting department that works out of our living room. We don't. We might know a lot because we're we're on the internet. We're looking looking at mock drafts. We're looking at uh, all kinds of draft profiles. But we don't know. We're not going to the schools. We're not in the business to know. We're not Bill Nunn Senior. We're not any. We're not scouts, and that's okay. So always trust that they know more than we do, even though we look back at some of these drafts like 2016 with Artie Burns and you're like, yeah, okay, that didn't work. Um, They had a different plan. That was something where they took the next guy at the position. They didn't go best player available. They wanted William Jackson III. William Jackson III is not there because he goes a pick before. Next thing you know, they're like, oh, we have to have a cornerback. Everybody thinks we need to have a cornerback. They go for him. He does not work out the way they want. So there you go. Patrick Reese says, if I ran the, the Steelers, I'd get Deshaun Jackson. Um, that's, a, that's a really interesting, uh, interesting concept there. I am not going to rip on that. That is, uh, that is something that I probably would not do. Um, but it's your team. And uh, I respect that. I just, uh, I'm not sure what Deshaun 
Jackson would add, really. But think about this. If you're going to do something like that, you're probably going to get him at a veteran minimum. And you bring him in and you, you see what he can do. Remember, sometimes moves like that are actually valuable. You throw, I mean, with guys like that, you throw it against the wall and you see if it sticks. They picked up Wendell Smallwood last year, threw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Did not stick. But what happens if he showed enough and was able to come in and play and make a difference? They didn't lose much, but they had him there in case they wanted to try it. They didn't they didn't think after they brought him in that it was go it was a valuable pickup. And they brought him in late in the process. But still, who knows? You bring a guy like that in. Remember, you bring in Jericho Cotri, you bring in Darius Hayward Bay. No one's celebrating that, but we look back on those guys as good depth pieces. So that's uh there you go. Steven Carestis. We are not going to trade the farm away for Watson, though. So he's not going to trade everybody away to bring in Deshaun Watson. I think those picks are valuable. I'm not a big fan of trading away a huge package of picks because you need to have so many. I I think you need to have so many other players in there, and those draft picks are very valuable. Now, I do agree with the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. That was that was great because you had a guy that was one year in the league. He was in his second year. You get him. He was a number one pick. He's been a Pro Bowl twice, and you give up basically a first-round pick the next year. And what did the Steelers do with their next three picks? Well, their next three picks, without having a number one draft pick, they were all on PFFs, all rookie team. They were all guys that if you look at redrafts, and there are uh, CBS Sports did a mock redraft for the 2020 season already. Three Steelers. Claypool went at number 15 to the Broncos. At number 24, Highsmith went to the Minnesota Vikings. And that's, excuse me, number 25. I'm doing this off, off the top of my head. And number 26, Kevin Dotson goes to the Miami Dolphins. Wow, that's absolutely amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, they know a little more than we do, but... That's not what this is about. What this is about is us figuring out what we would do if we ran the team. And I'm probably way behind. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and look here. John Schrent, we need to find a way to get back Prescott. Whether it be trying to sign him or get him in a sign and trade with Dallas, give him $35 million a year on an extended contract, less than Ben, get a running back, fix the line. John Trent. That's not a bad idea. Here's the thing. You can fix that line. We talked about it at the beginning. The line is fixable. If you go out and get Dak Prescott, you're just spending money. You're not spending draft picks. You do that. Then you turn around and you make sure he's protected and you have a running back for him to work with. That's not, that's easier said than done, but it could be done. That's the thing about it. It could be done. Now, where are we going to find the money? Don't worry about the money. Because today we're not really talking about the money. But remember, the Steelers always find a way. Omar Khan is the guy that finds that money under the car seat, under the couch cushions. It's there. Now, is it going to be a lot? Is it going to be a guy to go ahead and get a, a guy like Dak? Probably not. No, 
It's not. However, if they want to do something and they want to make concessions here and concessions there to do it, that's fine. You know, they can, they'll find a way to get what they want to do done if they think it's not going to kill the other team. I think that's, uh, that's going to be majorly tough to do, but it's your franchise today, John. So I'm with you. So I, I looked through here. Uh, Steven says, I don't disagree, but Watson will cuss first round picks, which we will not do. Yeah, that's, that's hard to do, but it's not what we will not do. It's would you do it, Steven? Would you give up those picks and see what you can do? Um, Ryan O'Toole says 9 a.m. and I'm watching with one eye open. I get it. Um, yeah, I'm tired too. <laughs> True Bills, if I ran the Steelers, I would do anything to trade up for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is getting a lot of play right now. He has moved ahead um, of the Ohio State kid. And of course, I know his name. And now I've read his name on every single draft board. And now it's escaping me because I am tired. But, you know, so he is a guy right there that is probably your number two pick in the draft. You, you never know. I mean, could the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars say, hey, we looked at this guy. We like him a little better. I doubt it that they're going to like him better than, you know, Trevor Lawrence. But who knows? That'd be great. If you could trade up, and Jeff Hartman says this. Jeff Hartman's that guy that has been saying all along, and Dave Schofield disagrees with him. But Jeff's like, you did it with Devin Bush. You've traded up with Troy, for Troy Polamalu before. You find a way to trade up, and you make a little bit of a concession, and you get a guy like one of these guys. Especially, he wants Trey Lance from North Dakota State. I think he's amazing. I think he'd be great. You know, the kid from, from uh, BYU, Zach Wilson. Yeah. If you feel enough about a prospect that you're going to trade up, then it's worth a shot. Kansas City Chiefs traded up um, a lot of spots back in 2017, I believe it was. 2017, 2018, to get Patrick Mahomes. I believe it was 17. They traded up to, I think, the number 10 spot to get him. The Houston Texans traded up to get Deshaun Watson as well. So, you know, you trade up to get these guys and they become major players for you. It's really interesting. Jeff brought this up. He was on with the Aussies yesterday. Well, actually the one Aussie because he was filling in for Marky D, but he was on a touchdown under. Check that out. It was a really good show. And he said there was a stat that came out that anybody from 2009 to 2017 that was picked number one at quarterback was no longer with that team anymore. Now that Stafford's flown the coop and now that Wentz has uh, – been traded as well. It's really interesting stuff. So that's kind of the stuff that we're looking at here. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be back right after this on Tales from 2AM. If you're checking us out on any of the podcast platforms that you download your favorite podcast, just switch on over to number two. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, just stick around. I'm going to stretch. We'll be back right after this. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. 
offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.